What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Jump Cut. This is our 15th episode, and it's a big one. <laughs> it is a big one. First superhero movies. Yeah, and I got to be honest, this is the main reason I started a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's just to talk about superhero movies. Hell yeah, dude. Who are you? I'm Hashem, and with me I have... Leander. Yeah, and we're just a bunch of nerds who don't know anything, but we're going to try and talk. <laughs> exactly. Like we know things. Yeah, pretend like we understand. This episode is going to be a little different, though, because I actually don't know anything about superhero like lore and comic books mm-hmm. and stuff. I, I watch like all the Marvel movies and whatever, but that's my entire basis for understanding like the MCU and the X-Men universe. I don't know what it's called. The XCU? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, there you go. The XCU, the Fox yeah. CU or whatever it is. Um, but you're a comic boy. I am. A, yeah, I'm a comic boy. Yeah, you're a comic book read guy. comics. Yeah. So you I don't like, like the source movie. materials down, huh? <laughs> I don't. I do, but that's why I don't like this movie. No, you don't? Okay, oh, okay. so right off the bat, that's all your right, opinion? Okay, okay. okay. All right, all right, okay. So to preface, we were supposed to watch all three. I think you did. I did, yes. Just because I haven't yeah. seen any of them, I watched all three. Okay, so... By the way, I'm talking about the, the original X-Men trilogy. Yeah, we uh, always never s- we never say the movie, eh? Like <laughs> I, we just hope that they read the episode. But yeah, we're talking about yeah. X-Men. So we're talking about X-Men, X2 and X-Men Last Hand. X-Men 2000, 2003 and then 2006 respectively. Just a little backstory. My first introduction to like X-Men as a whole was the X2 video game on Xbox. <laughs> like the original Xbox. I think my first introduction to video, like, I guess X-Men as a whole, was the Wolverine Origin game on PlayStation 3. Oh, my God. That was a bad one. (laughs) X-Men Origins Wolverine. It was so violent. It was so violent. That's why I love it. Well, I mean, they're all all pretty violent. Uh, Have you ever played Marvel Ultimate Alliance? I have not. No. Is that a good one? It's it's a good one, but there's like a bunch of games that are like that. Okay. Basically, we we have to talk about games. It's not it's jump required. cut unless we talk about games. Yeah. Um, it, basically, the way it works is you. It's it's up to four players. You each choose a character from like a roster, and then each character has like their alts, you know, and it's like a it's like a iso isometric video game. Is it? Is it like an uh, um? Uh, what are they called? Oh God, not MMO. What's the word for the League of Legends style? Kind of. Actually, now that I think about it, a MOBA. maybe, but it's not. Is it a MOBA? I MOBA. don't think so. I like feel like Smite MOBA. Smite or like League of Legends or Dota. Uh, no, no. Okay. It's, it's, I'd say it's an RPG. Okay. Interesting. Um, the reason I bring it up is because there's a bunch of those for like pretty much every video game, every superhero type. There's Marvel, uh, there's X-Men, and then there's the DC one. And I, I remember I had the, man, what's it called? I forget what it's called, but it's it's like Age of Apocalypse or whatever. And it was actually like a, a slap, bro. Uh, oh, the game was good. Yeah. Oh my god, it was that's so how I good. Felt, that's how I felt about X Men Origins Wolverine. I swear, I liked the game. I, I thought it was neat. Like you <laughs> fight Gambit. There's a the whole thing with a Sentinel, and I was like, this is cool. And then the movie, I was like, wow, I didn't like this. This is dude. I remember not liking. This is it. garbage. Yeah, I remember not liking it, but I don't remember much about it at all because it was like way long ago. Yeah. Okay. So first time watching, what do you think? Well, uh, my spoiler-free opinions of these entire trilogy is that it is definitely not the MCU. It's uh, 
There's yep. a lot less uh, let's say craft put into this. Yeah, production is one thing, but I I think even the story is really lacking for me. Like yeah, I'm okay. fine with the standard superhero plot of like every movie the world's gonna die. Like every movie, okay. everybody on the planet's gonna die. Sure, whatever. Marvel did it like 45 times. Um, <laughs> but if you're gonna do that, at least make the the way it's gonna happen interesting, or sure. like make sense. And like I have I have problems with the first movie because it, like I, I found that its uh, whole villain plot didn't make sense. So we'll talk more about that. The and second one. I, the first movie. This is uh, okay. X Men. Yeah, um, and then X Two's had a good plot. I think like it kind of did mm-hmm. make sense. And then X Three kind of went off the rails. Where <laughs> I don't know. They started classifying demons as like I uh, not demons mutants as like class one to five, which I guess was lore before, but I didn't know about it. And then it gets wild. Jean Grey goes crazy. I guess it's like it seems like from what I f- understand, I haven't seen any of the newer X Men movies. I think except. Days. I think I've seen Days of Future Past and First Class. You've seen Days of Days of Future Past. That's the one where uh, Quicksilver runs around the room. Right. Okay. Yeah. So I don't actually remember them very well, though. But okay. I, I feel like they just repeated themselves because it went, you know, random story, random story, random story, Dark Phoenix, and and then it did the same <laughs> thing with this one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, gets, um, it goes kind of crazy, but just for X two. It was an okay movie. I wouldn't say okay. it was excellent. Yeah. All right. It was definitely right, the fair. best of the three, in my opinion. So, um, I feel like this is a trend with like these old, I guess, Marvel movies specifically. Like, mm-hmm. have you seen Blade? Oh, my God. Way, way, way with, long ago. Uh, I don't remember that one at all. Wh- wh- who plays him? Is it Wesley Snipes? I think it's Wesley Snipes. Yes. Yes, it is. Yeah. Okay, well... I remember seeing Blade years ago, and I remember see. I remember thinking the second one was the best. Also, the the Raimi f- movies, Spider Man, the second one's the best, right? <laughs> no, the third one. Do you Are remember you... where he runs around right, the poles no. at the end of it, and he's like slamming yeah. on? <laughs> no, no, you're you're right. Definitely. Uh, definitely I walked out of theater one. so happy, and nobody else was, and I didn't understand. Now dig on this. <laughs> Exactly. That's that's the entire reason I started this podcast is to talk about that one scene from Spider-Man Three, where that doesn't get enough credit because he was like in the center of the pile of uh, sim- symbiote, symbiotic, simpatico, whatever. Symbiote. Close enough. <laughs> Yo, speaking of Spider-Man, I started playing Marvel Spider-Man. Oh my god, what part are you at? I'm like pretty far in. I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but like I'm at okay. the part where I mean Doc Ock is almost becoming Doc Ock. Like he's showing signs of it. I'm seventy two percent in as per the games thing. Oh, okay. Who? I don't want to say anything, but we have to discuss it when you watch it. How do you feel so far? It's actually really good. I yeah. There's this thing that I I guess I haven't really realized because a lot of the games I've been playing, pretty much in the past year, have all been either older games that I'm bringing back, like Legend of Zelda and stuff that I'd never played before. Okay. That I want reference for, or indie sort of games. Or just yeah. not cinematic games, like Borderlands and stuff, where it's like clearly the yeah. game isn't supposed to be meant cinematic. It's just supposed it's to be the fun. gameplay. Yeah. Uh, and like indie games like Hollow Knight is what I'm playing right now, or Celeste, or whatever, right? None of those have the moments that these AAA cinematic games can pull off. Yeah. Like the helicopter scene from Spider Man, or yeah. the dragon fight from God, uh, from, uh, God of War. Yeah. Like those like justify the I... entire PlayStation. 
I sound like a fucking. I'm in the background. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know, man. Something it just it made me like it's like childhood like excitement. It's like when you saw yeah. like Endgame for the first time, and all your all your favorite heroes are all on the one side versus evil. Like it's on just your left? giddy. Yeah, I don't know. I absolutely agree. It hits it hits different, so I'm really liking that. But a stark difference when you compare it to the movie X Men. Um, <laughs> wow. X two was good though. That's my that's my official rating. What about you? Um, yeah, I agree. I think X two is really good. Um, I think X three. I, I genuinely couldn't stomach watching it. Like I got really really bored. <laughs> like genuinely halfway through the movie, I was just like, okay, I remember this scene, so I just kept skipping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there was just like parts where I was just like, oh my god, bro. Yep. Enough talking. I get it. And and we'll get to it. But there's a lot of things that. I think this movie does really stupidly. Yeah. Um, plus, I think there was like a whole um, controversy around it, but I I could be wrong. So I, I don't know. know. I don't know about that. So you'll have to inform me. I don't know. I can't remember if it was this one or the other one. There. Th- by the way, though, this series is completely like dropped, right? Like there is no X four. It just rebooted with the new ones. Um. So okay. So the timeline works. For the record, this is bullshit. Like, <laughs> Fox, I don't know anything. Fox, I wasn't sure if I should keep watching movies because I thought that it, the plot ended with X Men: Last Stand, and they just okay, never got so, the money for a ne- next one. So fo- they're all technically in the same universe, but like Fox doesn't give a shit. Okay. Right? So first one is X Men, then X Two, then yeah. X Men: Last Stand, and then it's a uh, what is it? X Men: Origins Wolverine is a prequel. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. And then you have X-Men First Class, which is also a, a prequel, but it's also a soft reboot because they were like, okay, fuck this. Yeah, People don't vibe with Wolverine anymore. I vaguely remember that everybody meets in that one. Yeah. Exactly. And so that's like, that's the first one. Okay. Uh, like chronologically, it's set in the 60s. Then you have Days of Future Past, which is set in the 70s. And then Apocalypse, which is in the 80s. And then Dark Phoenix, which is in the 90s, which I haven't seen, by the way. I haven't seen Dark Phoenix either. Yeah, and I, I don't intend to. That makes it so that I've seen every single one of them, but I don't remember First Class or Origins. So good Origins erased from your mind. First <laughs> Class is really good. I think I think I did remember liking it, but I I still like Days of Future Past the most. I think maybe it's time travel movies. Maybe I'm easily entertained, but seeing things that I've seen previously is kind of cool. Or yeah. adding like doing the whole time manipulation thing. I don't know. I find it like that's why I like Looper. Like it wasn't entertaining, but <laughs> but I like seeing the Actually, things happen. You know what? I like Looper. I well, it's fun, but like it's just gory and violent and upsetting <laughs> and confusing. But the yeah. time travel is what makes it cool in my head. All right, so let's get into the the nitty gritty of the movie. Yeah. So if you haven't seen X two, uh, we're gonna spoil it. But also might be spoiling a bit of X one and X three. I don't know what yeah. to call them. Let's call them that. <laughs> X1 and 2 and 3. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and I guess if they had a soft reboot, maybe it doesn't even matter because this isn't being continued and they're not great. I still think the newer ones are a lot better. So <laughs> Yeah, I agree. <laughs> but I think All it's right. good to know. So so let's get started. X1. Sure. Okay. Okay, so here here's the thing. I This movie's too dark for the X-Men, in my opinion. Too dark? Like, I don't mean, like, dark as in, like, the themes are dark. I'm talking, like, give me some goddamn color, bro. 
Why is everything black, brown, and gray? It's so hard to see. I, I completely <laughs> understand. I was watching it at full brightness in the middle of the day with a light shining on the laptop because I was, you know, <laughs> whatever. It's just the middle of the day. I was, I was middle of the day on a Saturday, of course. I would never of watch course. at work. Yeah, of course. Of course. Um, <laughs> but it's impossible to see anything in that movie without like I, I it was i was getting so confused with some of the scenes because of exactly what you're talking about yeah like the scene okay i'm gonna like jump around a lot but the yeah. scene where they're in the uh statue of liberty yeah what the fuck's going on i couldn't Genuinely. i couldn't literally at the end there it was really really hard to see but even besides that do you find the movie's plot interesting kind of i think the id like the ideology behind like Eric and Charles arguing is like really interesting. Okay. But I also think Eric is stupid. Hands down. Hands down. I think, I don't know how it did it because I've only seen three movies now, but I think that the dynamic between Xavier and Magneto is one of the best in superhero movies ever. I absolutely agree. I, I, I you know, and it um, only solidified in X3 because they, they nailed it there honestly like as much as i didn't like the third movie they nailed it there because uh spoiler alert <laughs> xavier dies right xavier yeah but magneto mourns him. but he doesn't sorry does he not no he he i think it's an end credit scene i remember it very 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 vaguely that's why he's in days of future past like oh. old xavier um oh, okay. he transfers he transfers his mind to a guy that was in a coma and they never explain this. <laughs> <laughs> sure. No, no, no. They genuinely the only reason I know it is because I read about it. He, they never explain this in any of the movies. I love that. That's amazing. But yeah, it's like even after he died, right? Magneto was like mourning him and stuff because they had such a long history that predated any of the movies. And it yeah. shows. It shows how chill they are. And it's even cool because like the movie starts or no, the first movie ends with them playing chess because they're still friends even though they have differing opinions on what mutants deserve right yeah and then the last movie ends with him playing chess alone and i was like that's so poetic and sad yeah because his friend died along the way now he's not like mutant anymore these are spoilers all over the place but um, yeah (laughs) yeah at the end of it magneto's not a mutant anymore but it just ends like that and it's super sad right but and i i thought that was so good (laughs) But the rest of the movie, the the plot was trash. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. What am I trying to say? Charles and Eric are modeled after Martin Luther King, and I want to say it's Malcolm X, if I'm remembering correctly. Interesting. Like one of them, one of them is more about because Malcolm X's stance on civil rights was very much, uh, it was seen as extreme, right? He was all like, "You have to." Like things, there has to be justice. We can't live together, that type of thing. Yeah. But then Martin Luther King was kind of like, I mean, bro, what are you talking about? <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like we have and to, so, yeah, it, there has to be like a, we can, we can learn to live together type shit. Mm-hmm. That's and that fair. was like the, the thing that was supposed to go through it. Also, the X-Men, I think they were like... Uh, is the word allegory? I th- I don't think the word is allegory, but they were supposed to be a like um, illusion? like an example illusion. Sure, illusion. That's the word. Sure. So like the gay community in the sixties with which, if that movie? makes sense. No, no, no. What? Not the movie. I'm talking about the X Men. Like when Stan Lee and uh, Jack Kirby first like created them. Oh, wrote it. Yeah, when they oh, first wrote it. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, 
So there, there's supposed to be a sort of like, you, 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 you should be able to express yourself. You should be able to live how you, yeah. So, and this is why I say the movie was dark. I, I, I do mean the color grading, but also, why the fuck are they all wearing the same suit? <laughs> you know what I mean? I like gen- genuinely, it, it, it upsets me a lot because the whole point of the X Men is a celebration of self-expression. Yeah. You know what is I it, mean? Are they not? Yeah, because I think in the comics, they're all wearing very vi- bright, vibrant yeah. suits and whatever. And they even meme on it. I think it's in the second movie where he's like, would you rather be wearing yellow spandex? <laughs> That's in like, the first boy, movie. That's Wolverine. I absolutely would prefer him wearing yellow spandex. <laughs> yeah. Like there's, um, there's a really good uh, YouTube video by, what's his name? Captain Christian, mm-hmm. where he talks about how color is really important to the to the x-men specifically and like every single every single member of the x-men can be distilled down to three primary colors and you would still know what they are based off of the shape if that makes sense interesting like like wolverine is you know the yellow with the black bands in the middle and the blue belt right Mm -hmm. um cyclops has the yellow the yellow uh visor the red like visor in the middle and then the the blue suit they all have their own distinct colors and the reason for that is because they were supposed to be like a, they they were supposed to promote self expression, and like individualism, and yet now you got this movie where they're all dressed the same, and I'm just kind of sitting there like, all right, bro, what is this? What are you trying to tell me right now? Honestly, and I I think it starts off really promising too. X X Men mm-hmm. One, like it starts off with this compelling court scene where they're kind of trying to convince the government that they should treat mutants as equal and clearly yeah. some people in the audience are mutants and they're trying to like you know hey we just want rights we have to treat them like they're normal people they're among us they're canadian they're not a canadian sorry they're americans just like us whatever <laughs> right but then it goes back and then i guess it's gonna like this is where the allegory ties in where they're like oh but they're in our schools do you want them handling weapons do you want them in our armies whatever whatever right it's the same shit that people used to say about like pretty much any minority group. Literally. Yeah. And that's why I thought it started off so interesting because I was like, politics are interesting and the idea of having <laughs> these mutant people being hidden and not like, you know, not allowed or what would happen, like that's somewhat interesting. I don't know. Yeah. But uh then it kind of then they fumbled off. the bag. Yeah, then they <laughs> then they dropped the ball all over the place. So I think the first movie is like kind of okay in premise like magneto wants to make everybody mutants i guess they can understand how it feels but it's also like what okay it's fine (laughs) i like the idea that he was going to make everybody mutant but and it's also because like magneto is supposed to be this immensely smart guy just like xavier they're both smart he's just psychic right yeah totally down with that totally down with the idea of making them all mutants i was really into that and then it failed because that fish he turned in like he turned one of the senators (laughs) into a fish and then the fish died. And so his plan was going to fail. And he was just going to kill all the humans. And they told him. And he was like, I don't care. And I was like, wait, so you... What? Yeah, like, what? <laughs> he just pivoted. He was like, you know what? I'm already this far in. Like, I already bought the paper mache. Like, you can't just go back and get a refund. So I'm just going to see this through. Yeah, no worries. Kill all the humans. Also, speaking speaking of the last battle, um, <laughs> when Wolverine was fighting saber and he gets like thrown off of the thing and he like does that <laughs> twist thing do you know what i'm talking about yes i could not tell the camera perspective for that shot was so confusing 
I was also, so lost. His, he he should have been able he like he cut the thing fully by the time he was halfway through. Yeah, he should have fallen. Like, he should have right? just fallen. Yeah, he should have just fallen. Yeah, you get the swing. He cut off the entire like spike that was on the Statue of Liberty. He should have just fallen off. Nah, it's wild. I think one of the biggest problems I had with that movie while I was watching was just how much wiring <laughs> and stunt rigging yeah. they had in that movie. They didn't have a really big budget. I think that's why they did a lot of like practical effects. Mm-hmm. I, that's um, fair, but it's just it's a maybe maybe it's me because it's like you know it's twenty twenty now, but that shit looks bad, <laughs> objectively. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> doesn't hold up when you see someone get Does punched hold up. and they don't fall for gravity at all. They just fly completely horizontally over the camera. It's like hmm. <laughs> there's a there's a scene in X two where Wolverine stabs two dudes in the leg. And then flings his arm up, and they ricochet off the fucking ceiling. <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? I think I do. Oh god! And I was like, "What? It's wild." The physics they do in that movie is just kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah. But honestly, like, aside from that one plot thing, like the fact that Magneto was still gonna kill everybody, I thought it was cool. I like the idea of ha- having Rogue um, be this ambiguous kind of stealing life power was neat yeah how nobody wanted to touch her but she wanted to have a boyfriend and how logan got close to her because she was a mutant and they were like that whole the way they developed them i thought it was great the only thing i have issues with is the plot and how it looked but how it looked is because it was old. that's fair yeah i mean people don't <laughs> i gotta tell you that the comics and x-men i don't think the plot is very compelling usually mm-hmm. but this is my own personal opinion from what i've read and i've i've read a good bit of the x-men okay um but the characters are great you yeah know? uh well um, oh, almost all of them uh scott summers is kind of <laughs> he's actually my favorite i is really he, like cyclops is he really because oh my not god in the movies. Mean... <laughs> not in the fucking movies in the movies he's a doorknob <laughs> he so is it's so gross he was like yeah like i what, what was that one scene the first scene with uh wolverine where it was like uh what are you gonna tell me to stay away from your woman it's like i wouldn't have to otherwise she's not my woman but you know, <laughs> stay away from my woman. I, I was like, God damn, <laughs> who wrote that, dude? There, I got, I gotta be honest. I think my favorite line in the entire trilogy is Wolverine saying, "You're a dick," <laughs> and he's like, "How do I know it's you?" <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that was in the first movie. That was good. Mystique is cool. Love Mystique. She doesn't yeah. talk in the first movie though, which I thought was kind of a misstep. I think it was okay. I didn't like how they focused on her on the prequels too much, but that's a personal opinion again. A pre- the prequels? What do you mean? Like uh, the reboots. Like First Class, Age of Future Past. Oh, she gets like more... Okay, interesting. Yeah, the whole... Basically, the whole trilogy revolves around her. And I think it's because they cast Jennifer Lawrence, but... Oh, yeah. I, I was getting very confused between who was cast as Jean Grey and who was cast as Jennifer... Like, as uh, Mystique. Because it's yeah. Sansa and Jennifer Lawrence, right? Who? Sansa from Game of Thrones. I don't know her actual name. Oh yeah, she plays she plays uh young Jean Grey. Oh, there's a different one? In no, in in X-Men uh, Apocalypse. Yeah, because I remember her from X-Men Apocalypse. That's why I was wondering. But I don't know when, where X-Men Apocalypse even lands on this timeline, so I don't know. Doesn't matter. It's in the it's in the it's in the 80s. The I revised was, timeline. When I was watching this movie, I was trying to remember so hard where I've seen the person who plays Jean Grey. Uh, her name is Fomka Johnson. Do you know? I what? feel like... Uh, no. Yeah. Should I? No, you wouldn't. It doesn't matter. Like, I don't... She's in Taken. I'm, like, scrolling through her IMDb. 
She doesn't take Oh my god, she plays his wife. I don't remember Taken at all. I'm sorry. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> She's also in um the what's it, the Blacklist, which I never watched, the TV show. But what I remember her from, and I mentioned this at one point in the show, not this show, but some other show, Hemlock Grove. She played a main character on Hemlock Grove, which was this horror Netflix show when Netflix started doing originals. Interesting. Yeah, she played like the mother of a vampire. And I was oh, like, I think that's where I remember I th- her from. I think I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I like that if show. I'm a, if I'm thinking of the right show, it's like, um, is it like a bunch of psychic shit? Yeah, a little bit. It gets really sci-fi, I think, in like season two or three. But um, the first scene is just like high school drama. It's like Twilight, but if it was darker and mm. boringer. But All right. I was into Dude. it. So that's where I, I can't lie. from. Twilight hits fucking hard. <laughs> Twilight is, oh, bad, bad movie. Not. Are you are are you what? No, you're lying. Are you kidding me? The baseball scene. Are you telling me the scene where she's standing in the forest and he's pacing around her and she's just like, I know what you are. It's that's so, not cinematic gold. It's so predatory. <laughs> but that one song though, Super Massive Black Hole by Muse that plays when they're playing baseball, that's it. That makes the movie. Sorry. That's <laughs> that's, that's, that's worth scene. watching alone. That's that's it. Ties it I absolutely together. agree. Okay, so that was X one. We haven't even X1. got to X two yet. <laughs> and this is the movie that I picked. Exactly. So X two, I liked it. I the plot was yeah. good, good characters. Still bad writing though. Still didn't like parts of it. Yeah, I think the dialogue can use a little work to be honest. Mm-hmm. In all of these movies, but also I think the dialogue is just consistently bad in like old, like superhero movies. That's like, fair. You you gotta you gotta. You got to admit, like, these movies are, like, pioneers of the genre. Like, it was this, Blade, Spider-Man. Oh, uh, like, of the... superhero movies to, like, public yeah. audiences. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Like, I think I think X3, X-Men Last Stand, was, like, the highest. It, like, had the most expensive, like, most expensive budget of its time or whatever. Yeah, you could tell, too. Like, it didn't look bad, even for now <laughs> yeah. standards. Like, they got rid of all the rigging that they used to have in the first two movies. They took all of the money that could have gone into writing and plot and just put it into special effects. Literally. They just spent it on animating the water at the end of the movie. That was it. Oh, I forgot to I forgot to ask. What do you think of the music? Uh, oh, it's way too much in the first movie, I thought. Oh, dude. I really like it. Am I Okay. I might be wrong. But even in the second movie, they used, like, big orchestral sounds when i thought there shouldn't be even in like they do it for the entire series i thought it was all a little too much like i hadn't gotten to know these characters all that like gene gray right end of the movie the third movie now still jumping all over this shitty timeline but end of the (laughs) third movie she's like going crazy all over alcatraz right and right that's where it's set i forgot about that yeah yeah and and it's going crazy like there's things flying everywhere lightning striking everything is going bad and they have this upbeat like a classical style like orchestral thing playing like it's a good thing and i was like this doesn't match at all like i get that it's like a monumental like god type act here whatever but like goddamn, like things aren't good right now things are looking real bad <laughs> i agree one thing that i thought was hilarious speaking of x2 because that's that's where an ellen page joins isn't it x no i don't, I don't think so but or maybe. x-men last stand yeah last stand is where ellen page joins yeah in the, in the first movie, they have Shadow Cat run through a wall, and it's not Ellen Page. Oh, and I yeah. I was like, hey, what is that? 
<laughs> take that back. <laughs> yeah, I, I completely, I remember that too. But I also don't remember who Shadowcat was at all. So by the time, like in the third movie, I was like, maybe she was Ellen Page, but I really doubt it because she's getting screen time now. <laughs> also, Rogue used to be important. And then in X3, she's literally not there for most of it. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I think the line where Storm's like, we don't need a cure because we're sick is the stupidest shit ever. <laughs> Man, this girl can control the weather. She can summon thunderstorms at no like risk to herself. Yet we got the girl that if she touches a person for too long, they die. And she has the audacity to be like, yeah, we're not sick. You're good, bro. No, we're fine. Don't, don't even worry. worry Everybody else it. should change. It's fine. You don't get to choose. <laughs> Sorry. I like my powers. Like, you don't get to choose. Fun, fun side note. Her rogue and Gambit get married in the comics. I looked it up because I was curious. I always do this with superhero stuff. But like even when I'm watching Arrow, I would look up characters who just get mentioned and have a name because I know that that's mean they, they, mu they must be important in some way. Yeah. And so I looked up rogue when she said her name was rogue so i was like i haven't heard of that superhero and yeah i, I saw that she marries gambit and yeah. i was like that's interesting it's because hmm. okay listen to this bullshit gambit has like <laughs> uh control of like what is it he can create kinetic explosions or some shit like when he purple bright lights or something yeah when he throws the cards he charges them with kinetic energy and then when they stop moving they explode but it also mm -hmm. creates like a like an electromagnetic force field on his skin so he's technically never touching anybody oh my god so that's yeah <laughs> and so, so they can touch yeah yeah that's it that's that's great that's lovely um okay x2 <laughs> so x2 um i think i'm gonna mention this is probably my favorite like i keep mentioning the story and the plot and whatever because i think that's the most interesting part of x-men yeah all the other superhero movies seem to hand wave the fact that they're suddenly mutants and everybody's okay with it but X-Men's the only one that'll actually tackle it as, like, what would happen to humans if there are suddenly more mutants than, like, a large percentage of the population is not like the rest. Oh, I understand. Okay. Yeah, because, like, Avengers, you kind of just assume that there's 12. Like, even if in the MCU they acknowledge, like, oh, you know, the Inhumans are alive, the Defenders, whatever, right? They don't talk about them. They're not, so they're like, like the a, rest of the... They're not a big enough minority to be considered exactly like you don't see any scenes that happen in coffee shops or whatever where it's like no mutants allowed or and, and like things yeah. like that so x-men is where i look for that stuff right and the plot for the second where um i'm trying to remember William but Stryker? it's like yeah striker is like i'm gonna kill every mutant and he his, his like holds a dynamic with having his son who was like this mutant that they lobotomized like that whole thing about you know he's just gonna kill all the mutants and the problem solves and then they turn it on him. Like, that was so interesting. So much better, I thought, than any of the other plots for the other two movies. So, let me... Okay, I'm going to I'm gonna give some some uh, comic book backstory, if you will. Is this from the books? Um, so, kind of. William Stryker has nothing to do with Wolverine, and he's not a general um, in the comic books. So, in, in his mm. first appearance, he shows up in a graphic novel called uh, God Loves, Man Kills. And he's like, Damn. A, yeah, he's like a, he's like a reverend, right? And uh, he, he's basically, you, you know, the scene in Kingsman where there's that, they go to that church and that dude is like, you gotta be afraid of all the, and he's like fucking listing off pretty much every minority. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So 
that's that's who <laughs> William Stryker is. His his name is Reverend William Stryker, and it, it, he basically is just saying like mutants are an abomination. You know, you could better kill all the mutants. And it's it's the exact same thing, but they don't use Cerebro. Like they still do the whole he hooks up Charles Xavier to a machine that kills all the mutants. Yeah, yeah, it's it's so it's wacky. That part is taken, but is he even like a military person? No, no, he's all? no, he's not. He's a reverend. That's what I'm saying. He's just a normal dude. He's just who's a normal a dude. bunch of people yeah. to believe him. Literally, he he has a cult. Basically, I was gonna say I think this is also the first time. Magneto and Xavier like officially teamed up together or like the X-Men because Xavier was kidnapped. Yeah, yeah, I definitely think so. And I thought that they could have done a little more with that, but it's fair because even while they're teaming up or whatever, Magneto never really like they're not like joyfully playing around. Yeah, he still wants to kill all the around a campfire. He still like remember when he started teasing Rogue about her hair? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, damn, bro. <laughs> yeah he's like oh i love what you've done with your hair it's like yeah that's you turned her to what, what's her name claire from the ba test kitchen <laughs> what yeah that's all what her right hair looks the, like, yeah okay I, I was like what's ba yeah. bon appetit yeah all because of like some lightning strike or whatever it's other not really explained but that's okay is it in the books comic books like the whole machine that turns people into mutants no the hair oh um is that she i think she touches captain marvel for a prolonged amount of time and she like ages. Like, have you ever watched? Have you have you ever watched um like the old, like X Men show? No, I don't think so. There's a bunch of memes. There's a bunch of memes. You know the meme where like Wolverine's sitting in a bed in his costume and he's holding like a picture and he's stroking it. <laughs> Do you know what I'm <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Okay. That does sound familiar. Or like the me and my boys, where it's a bunch <laughs> of weird looking villains from Spider Man. That's actually that's from the '60s Spider Man show. But you're not you're not yeah. off the, you're off, you're not off the mark there. <laughs> um yeah so the in that in that show she has like a strong boston accent like it's hilariously strong and she can fly and she has like super strength and shit and the reasoning is that she touched captain marvel for so long that she like absorbed her personality i love that yeah it's not really it's also so weird to hear that because in my head because i've only seen these movies like separate right Mm -hmm. like all the marvel ones and x-men i'm just watching like in a binge now I don't even think of them as overlapping. Like, I don't even think of Captain Marvel or Spider-Man as being in this world. Yeah. Which they clearly are. You know, Captain Marvel and Spider-Man was day to day. That's no, that's weird. Yeah. She's like 60 and he's like 12. <laughs> nope. <laughs> They're the same age. <laughs> don't like that. <laughs> Not a fan. Neither am I. <laughs> <laughs> so the second movie, though, um, this is where they start having the problems that I didn't like. Where I guess in the first one they cast Wolverine. He was Hugh Jackman, big actor, good good get. Get this movie, <laughs> yeah. bunch of money, whatever. Wait, right? just just real quick. You know Wolverine is like five foot four in the comics. Uh, so he's short. He's is fucking short. short yeah. I'm five foot like. Okay, You're five yeah. nine, dude. I'm close enough. Yeah. yeah. So is Hugh Jackman actually that short? No, Hugh Jackman was like six four. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> this guy everybody was like remember everybody i remember i don't remember but i remember reading about everybody being pissed that they cast him because he's like really tall like you know good looking and like wolverine's supposed to be this buttfuck ugly guy i'm picturing in the comic books it's literally taz like the tasmanian <laughs> devil from looney tunes you're absolutely right. short angry dude yeah. who pounces on people yeah pretty much and then they cast hugh jackman and then they cast hugh jackman <laughs> it's a shame but too because all, is... all he ma- who jackman wants to do is sing and dance 
<laughs> and you know he's not bad for the role like he's a good wolverine yeah but this is where they start leaning too heavily into wolverine mm-hmm. in general like x2 is where it starts and x3 where it goes off the rails <laughs> but <laughs> like i i think wolverine's cool but i think the x-men as a concept is much, is cooler, much cooler but he gets so much screen time yeah. dude i mean this is the reason why people always get upset at these like team-up movies right because they can't spread it equally. Yeah, and it's, I I get it. You know what I mean. I understand you have mm-hmm. to have a focal character, but it's like, just give them their own movie. Yeah, I, and I get that. But even the first movie felt like it did a better job. Where it was like first it was Rogue, then it was Wolverine, then it was Xavier, then it was like uh like it bounced around between the characters, and you kind of knew everybody's abilities. And this this felt like X Men Two Origins Wolverine. <laughs> literally where it was like now that i know from the comic books that striker doesn't even relate to his past it completely is just setting it up for x-men origins wolverine yeah or some origin story at all so you know how wolverine is called weapon x that's actually weapon 10 weapon one was captain america oh what yeah so, that's so cool yeah it's like all experimentation and stuff and i think lady Deathstrike is like weapon eight or some shit who is that? That's the girl with the claws in X2. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't actually... I thought she was so stupid. I feel like claws are inconvenient. <laughs> yeah, bro, like 100%. Finger... Like fingernails? Like you can't climb walls or like... Wouldn't that hurt? Or I don't know. It just seemed un- unsanitary. <laughs> it did. It, it seemed like they were thinner. And even when she stabbed, it was like a pin, <laughs> pin needle. Like yeah. <laughs> the sound they gave her... <laughs> It's like she was stitching. Like it was like a pin drop sound every time. And I was like, that's so lame. They're actually metal blades. Like, wouldn't it do more than that? It's not a good look. Also, she's like, let's just crawl under this grate. And then he cut it. And then she drowned or whatever. It was just very lame. Dude, the way he kills her is fucking gruesome. Oh, yeah. Where he stabs her and injects her with all the The adamantium. adamantium. Yeah. I thought the nicest touch was where she just fell and then like made a large like clunk. Yeah. At the bottom because she was literally injected with metal wild i i hate that they didn't use the right sound effect for nightcrawler oh does he have a sound in the comics yeah, like bamf he, like poofs what is it's it it's bamf. <laughs> bamf yeah bamf, bamf. <laughs> <laughs> and you just wish that they said like some guy was in the studio and just said bamf yeah every no he... like they use they could you could make that sound probably <laughs> i mean is okay in general are the comic books more jokey about the x-men like, yeah. is it a serious save the world plot? Like, I guess how Marvel's built itself up to be? Or is it more like Spider-Man um, villains where it's like, there's a big plot, but let's be jokey about it with quippy one-liners. I think, I think, so what's what's cool about the X-Men is that they're kind of split up into like different tiers. Okay. Like there's like the, like the cosmic level tier where it's like, you'll have Jean Grey and like um, Storm and Iceman go and fight like, I don't know, Galactus or some shit. But then you'll have like okay, yeah. You'll that have like sense. Wolverine just kind of out and about killing people. <laughs> you know <laughs> what the fuck is Wolverine gonna do against Galactus? You know what Honestly, I mean? Honestly, Wolverine was so. Oh god, I feel that exactly. I was like, Wolverine's included because he's a title character. <laughs> he is not on the same level as Storm. Yeah, or the man who can literally teleport. But whatever. Yeah. So I think that's cool. Like, like the Avengers are like, you know, like cosmic level threats. But then the Defenders are like street level, right? Yes. But then you have yeah, the yeah, X-Men and it's like each character just kind of does their own thing. 
Yeah, that's kind of why they introduced in the third movie, like this class structure where it's like this is a class five mutant or a class three mutant or everybody in this room is above class two or something like they talk about that a little bit. And I kind of liked hearing it. Yeah, it built out the world in a way that wasn't directly like expository. It wasn't just like, hey, she's a level class. Her power level is over 12 over 9000. <laughs> exactly. Like <laughs> it wasn't that. So um, I think in the, in the comics, it's it's like. It's gamma, beta, alpha, and then omega is is how it goes, I think. Omega level being like you can alter reality and shit like that. The challenge rating? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> this this boss level is beta. <laughs> um, I just really like the X-Men. I got to be honest. I think they don't get enough. them. The X-Men and the Fantastic Four. Unfortunately, they got shafted when it came to movies. <laughs> So people don't know how actually cool they are. No, I, I kind of see that now because I was of the same opinion that Marvel movies are the way to go. DC has cool concepts, but I feel like the movies are always boring. And the same thing happens with X-Men. Fantastic Four, I don't even think about them. Sorry. Dude, that's that's Marvel's first family. I love the Fantastic Four. My favorite or one of my favorite comic panels is, um, I guess this is a spoiler. So if you guys are ever going to leave Fantastic Four 700, you know. <laughs> Sorry, I think it's seven hundred. Um, basically, there's like this interdimensional portal, and there's demons flooding it, and they're coming into mm-hmm. Earth, and they're killing everybody. And like Johnny Storm. By the way, do you remember Chris Evans played Johnny Storm in the first Fantastic Four? Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> I completely forgot about that. And like Jessica Alba was in it. Yeah, he was small. <laughs> <laughs> Um, God, it's been so long since I've seen that movie. I remember being grossed out by the thing's skin. Yeah. I mean, you're supposed to be. I guess. You know, each one of them is supposed to represent a different element. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, that does make sense. Wait, what's stretchy, though? Water. Oh, okay. I'll I'll, I'll get it. Yeah, I I don't know what else they could have given him, you know? (laughs) He's liquid? I don't know. Wait, wait. Let me remember. It's the thing... Johnny Storm or Johnny Blaze or whatever. Johnny Blaze guy. is um, Ghost Rider. It, like in the yeah, like the same character. No, no, no. Johnny Blaze is Ghost Rider. It's the other, the other. Oh, guy. you're saying who? Who am I? Oh, so Johnny Storm. Johnny What's Storm. Johnny Storm is the Human Torch. So Johnny Storm is the Human Torch. Johnny Blaze is Ghost Rider, and they're both in Marvel the Marvel universe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, and who's the girl on the Fantastic Four? Um, Sue Storm. Oh, okay, yeah, there we go. Air, that makes sense. And Mr. Fantastic is just the most pretentious asshole. And the Silver Surfer is the Avatar. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. It all comes together. I like it. So <laughs> so X2, we didn't really talk about it much. But, I like um, it a lot. I think it's really good. I think Overall. Yeah. Overall, it's a good movie. I definitely. What rating are we going to give this one? Because this is technically the movie we set out to talk about. Oh, are we are we ending it here? Because I still no, want to no. talk about X three. No, no, I know, but I'm saying like while we're on this movie. Oh yeah, okay. Um, I'm not sure. Yeah, because we're gonna start talking about X three. It makes right, sense. Okay, okay. As a rating, I would give it. Let's pick an item. I don't know. What is there a big like uh, MacGuffin in this movie? Cerebro. I don't know. Cerebro. Sure. That's the only Cere- thing Cere- I can think of. I always thought Cerebro sounded like a Pokemon every time <laughs> I heard it. Sounds like a Pokemon. Yeah. I will give it. Seven. I feel like I give every movie a seven, maybe seven and a half. Cerebros out of ten, out of twelve. All right, that's fair. It's it's good. I give it an eight. I think eight. Yeah. 
I'm actually going to bump it up to an 8, too. Look, I didn't hate the movie. I did actually really enjoy yeah. it. But I just think that I, I didn't like how much time they were giving to Wolverine. Because he's not the most interesting character he really... on screen. Yeah. I thought Rogue was so cool. And I was like, what's she going to do? How She has a suit now. Like, what's she... Or, no, she didn't have her suit in the second one. But still, how is she going to fight? What is she going to do to help? Got to be honest with you, man. They just make her sit around. I hate Rogue. Can she do anything? I Does just, anybody... like? I hate Rogue, dude. I just... I hate her. She's the most annoying character. In the movies? In the movies. In the comic books, <laughs> like, I'm not, like... I'm neutral towards her. I don't really read her stuff. Mm-hmm. She ages so fast, too, in the movies. Yeah. <laughs> She starts off as this little baby, and then halfway through the first movie, she's like a teen or a tween now. Yeah. That's what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. But the other thing that bothered me about the second movie was that they introduced a cool character, right? They, who's the guy? Nightcrawler? Yeah, Nightcrawler. They introduced Nightcrawler, Kurt. and then he disappears for the third movie. Yeah. Do they explain that? Or did they just cut the one actor that didn't have a straight American accent? <laughs> I don't, I, they it, don't really explain it. I don't remember. He comes back in X-Men Apocalypse. Because I liked his character. He was neat. He was like a religious guy. Yeah. And it was cool because he's like around mutants and stuff, but he still acknowledges God. And like, it was really cool. It was interesting. Plus, he's also technically part demon. So. That's cool. Yeah. He's, and he was cut. <laughs> you know what? There, I, one of his recent adventures is he actually becomes a pirate. And I don't remember the context, but I just remember I was one like, piece, it was the coolest shit ever. 27. What's that? I said One Piece season 27. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah. Isn't the guy from Fantastic Four, Mr. Fantastic, the main character of One Piece? Yeah. You're right. Monkey D. Fantastic, so. bro. <laughs> um, I'm actually happy that you brought up One Piece because I've been getting really into it recently, like a lot more. Because my sister is watching it. And it, it, does it hold up? Dude, she's at Annie's lobby. For those of you who know, you know. <laughs> it's not me. I do not know. <laughs> I, I don't know. Tweet us at what your favorite scene <laughs> is from that arc. You're going to get literally no tweets. Yeah, I know, but that's okay. I'm hoping I'm hoping the one friend that I have that's watched anime will, will hear us and say it. <laughs> He'll tweet at you. Yeah. Yeah, I like One Piece. No, he's right. That arc is super cool, Hashim. Thanks, man. And you're popular. <laughs> I can't wait for that tweet to come in. <laughs> All right, X3. X3. Let's go. Lightning oh, round. God. I'm just kidding. All right, so X3 plot. Uh, they invented a cure. Uh, but then in the end of the movie, the cure is suggested to have not worked, I guess. Yeah. But it looks like it works because it works really fast. Like they get injected with it in the foot and then 12 seconds later, they're a human naked on the floor. <laughs> um, and this causes a lot of controversy. And then they rise up and in an effort to end the cure by killing the mutant who makes it. So that was the funniest shit is the juggernaut. <laughs> God, I'm the juggernaut, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it was such a meme like that whole thing and i didn't hate it i actually really like shadow cat as a as a power i, I liked her ability to run through walls yeah. I thought that was really cool i don't really understand how she goes through floors though i think she like what is how does she climb up if she turns her body immaterial and then turns it material when she's in the wall like won't she die all right so there's multiple explanations for this i could reference mm -hmm. an anime if you want 
<laughs> oh yeah, please. They don't really they... serve me up a serve me up a big plate of that anime reference. Yeah, okay. All right. So there's this anime called My Hero Academia or Boku no Hero. Oh Ana- yeah, Boku no Hero Academia. If you hate your parents, um, <laughs> and there's a character in it that can like phase through walls, and the way it works is that if he activates his ability through his entire body, he slips through the ground. And then he okay. can like reposition himself, and then when he unactivates his ability, he shoots out of the ground instantaneously because uh, matter can't overlay. So he shoots up in a like a straight upwards. So if he's like at a forty-five degree angle, he like basically teleports. Does that make sense? I kind of yeah okay. The, the that kind of makes sense. The, the manga explains it better. <laughs> 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 they don't really explain it in X Men. I'll be honest. But that's that's just how you picture it. Yeah, probably. Because in my head, she's turning immaterial. She drips through the floor, right? And then now she's stuck. How does she get back out? <laughs> like, because if she know. turns material, she'll suffocate. Nightcrawler has that whole thing where he's like, I can't teleport through a wall I can't see. Yeah, because right. he might teleport straight into a wall. Yeah, except at the end of the movie, he teleports into the plane with no problems, even though he's not looking at it. What? What? what he plane? like picks up. He Yeah, he picks up uh, Dr. Xavier and he's like, let me take him. And then teleports into the center of the cargo hold. Oh, but that's because he saw the plane before. Oh, is that how that works? Like, he, okay. he knew where he was going. He hasn't seen the inside of Cerebro. Wait, so he could teleport anywhere in the world as long as he's seen it? I think within, like, his range. There's a specific range that he has. Okay, interesting. I love the world of X-Men because there's so many cool yeah. abilities that you never really... Like, Colossus and stuff. How, oh, my God. Name, right? Yeah, Colossus. And he turns metal mm-hmm. and whatever. It's right? a carbon steel and- alloy. God, it's cool. Like, that's cool, right? And then what did they make him do? Throw Wolverine. Let's just get more Wolverine on screen. What's the best use of the guy who's literally made of metal? No, let's throw Wolverine. What? I think... <laughs> just... I, gotta, I gotta be honest. I think one of my favorite scenes is in X2. Um, yeah. When they shoot at him and he, like, kind of powers up. Actually, le- before, before we keep going with X-Men Last Stand, I know this movie does a lot better with, like, production... And like making them do more impressive shit, like um, uh, Magneto lifting up like the Golden Gate Bridge and like moving it. Yeah, and it's like they what is it like five minutes of him just lifting this bridge? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it did go on for a while. But then in the in the second movie, like they showcase their powers like really really subtly in this specifically in like the like the mansion attack scene, if that makes sense. Yes. Yeah. Like Bobby. I mean, even in little ways, like it's kind of cool seeing there was like one scene where they tried to go back to Iceman's house and mm-hmm. convince his parents to let them lay low for a while. And then his little dickhead brother called the cops. Holy shit. What a narc. <laughs> Honestly, I was like, dude, this guy, this guy is such a little tiny baby boy. He's never heard, heard no in his life. Can you, be- I'm can not you gonna imagine? get attention? Can you imagine? Uh. <laughs> like your brother comes home your brother's like yeah i'm a fugitive because of something i can't control and your brother goes and calls the police yeah he's like what they're holding us at gunpoint sorry what and then it's so wild because it's like they the way the police approach them they're like hands up now put the knives down i can't and he lowers his hands and then gets shot in the head and then he's like rest of you down <laughs> like i'm just he's just trying to uphold the law it's wild so weird why did I bring it up? Right, because they subtly bring up their powers, like how Pyro has the lighter, and he explains it later that he can't make fire. Like, I thought he could make fire, but I, he explains it later that he can't. He can just control so that's it. why he has it, and it kind of makes sense now. He's in the, the Avatar The Last Airbender movie universe. 
I'm sorry. <laughs> I hate myself for making That's that That's where reference. he was taken from. I like it. Yeah. He's the Zuko of that universe. Oh, uh, I don't like that. Mm. I don't like Zuko, so. <laughs> all right. And uh, when he blows up all those cars or whatever, I like that Rogue grabbed his ankle. Yeah. Took his power and then suppressed the flames. I thought that was like, really cool. That's a, it's a cool way of showing what her power is without just telling you, right? But then third movie, everybody just comes out like, yeah, I can turn metal. Yeah, I can I, walk like, through walls. I, wings. I can walk through walls. It's just, uh, I don't know. It did look a lot better, though. Mm. I have to give it that, even if the plot didn't have much going for it. So um, Jean Grey basically kills Cyclops, and then that's it. <laughs> They never talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't they didn't even show a body or anything. Nope. He just disintegrated. Yeah. Probably. I think what the same thing that happened to Professor X. Yeah, I I I guess so. I I I I'm presume that makes sense, but like something about just the X-Men universe, which again blows my mind that it's still the Marvel universe that they're the same. Okay. But just the movies, like taking them as they are. There's a lot of messiness uh-huh. involved, <laughs> and I, I'm very confused by it. Like, I wonder what would happen if Rogue had grabbed the kid that removes the cure. Well, everybody. I mean, technically, she doesn't have any superpowers when she's beside him. So nothing happens. If, hmm, I, yeah, I guess so. I, but if she was to move fast enough, is that a thing? I don't, I don't think know. it's about. It's not about speed. It's about like proximity. So if anybody gets close to him, their powers, their powers is canceled. Go yeah. Away. Okay, that's fair. I also thought I really did think that this is how it would end, where they just push the kid up towards Jean Grey, and she would just turn to a human and fall over. That would have been right? smart, eh? That would have been smart, but then Wolverine's just like, "Ha! I have to have the last laugh." I also don't understand how she couldn't just disintegrate his entire body. Yeah, she was like only ripping off parts of him. Like at the end of that movie, they try to say that it's because of his adamantium skeleton, but also like she was just shredding metal, like it's no problem. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> I don't think I yeah. don't think psychic power differentiates between steel and adamantium. I love the idea that just Wolverine, just with this one healing factor, it's like man can take bullets, shotgun shells, have arms cut off, he's fine. He's chilling. You know bro. why? Because of that healing factor. <laughs> the first in the second movie, he got his he got shot right the bullet didn't even go in it just hit his head or it got stuck in his forehead yeah right? because it can't penetrate it, his his adamantium skull oh my god that makes sense yeah <laughs> i didn't think about remember that. how in x-men origins wolverine um william striker shoots him in the head with an adamantium bullet that's how he like erases his memory i do not remember that he, he, so he like grabs the bullet and it's made of adamantium and his like sidekick is like he'll heal he's like yeah but the memories won't and then he goes and shoots him twice in the head <laughs> <laughs> you don't remember this <laughs> but, but the memories won't. yeah it's the stupidest <laughs> shit ever bro <laughs> oh god but yeah he gets shot and then he passes out for like two minutes right and then the end of the movie for the third one he's like walking through getting his arms ripped off and stuff by gene gray yeah it's fine the man can take punishment they didn't do a good job of establishing the fact that gene gray is this god they kind of Mention in the first movie that she can't use Cerebro because it's dangerous, mm-hmm. but never explain it. Um, like, because I guess all the comic book nerds were like, <laughs> I know she can't. No, no. Because she, it's awful. She, she, she says it's because she can't focus like hard enough. Yeah, but that's not why it turns out. Yeah, it turns, it turns out. out that she had this whole other personality that's been suppressed this whole time that would take control. Yeah, by Professor X. Exactly. But they, they don't explain that part. Like the, the other personality? 
Well, they just don't establish that she, like, from me, some layman who doesn't know anything about the comics, right? Mm -hmm. For me watching the first movie, I thought that she was just a weaker version of Professor X. Like, that she was psychic, but she was training to be his sort of second-in-command, if anything were to go wrong. Basically. Right? I mean, the the, the reason why he recruits her in, well, I mean, he this is like a bunch of retcons later, but... Um, the reason mm-hmm. that he recruits her in the first place is so if anything happens to him, they can still use Cerebro. Yeah, and I think that makes sense. I thought that's valid. But in the first movie, just because like what she manipulates and stuff is very small mm-hmm. and rare throughout the movie, I thought that she was just weaker in general. Right? Yeah. And then the second movie comes along, and I'm like, okay, she's getting better. She does the whole thing at the end. She holds all the water away from the ship, and it's like momentous and whatever but i mean in this movie they also established that i mean xavier can stop time and freeze everybody in a room like to the molecule and so i was like x and professor x is still stronger and then the third movie oh wait no we lied she's a god she could lift cars when she was in diapers um, <laughs> all right you want like the like the actual comic book history behind it or do you like hit me with all that right, nerd right, knowledge right. bro right, i got you so Basically, every every there's like two iconic X Men like stories. Uh, yeah. The first one that came out, I believe it was 1980, if I'm not wrong, or like 1979 or whatever, um, is called the Dark Phoenix Saga, and it's basically uh, Jean Grey. They like go on a mission in space, and then they like some shit happens, and she like gets possessed by this cosmic entity called the phoenix force which is like a how do i explain this <laughs> um hmm. it's like the avengers but specifically for dark phoenix it's like it's like it's like the x the x-men version of like the infinity stones kind of okay or it was like, like it was chaos like, emerald it was like retcon for it later yeah kind of <laughs> i guess <laughs> the the damn it i was gonna say you know what the anti-life equation is? <laughs> I'm really not doing it on your nerd quota, huh? I'm not. No, no, I'm no. I just, I don't know how to, to describe. Okay, basically, it's like this, like, like, it's the force of, like, life itself or some shit like that. Like, it can never be. Comic yeah, books. it's like it can never be destroyed because it's like if you destroy it, it just comes back because it's a phoenix. But the thing is, like, it just goes through the universe, like, consuming, like, planets and shit because why not um so then she like goes <laughs> on she goes on trial for or no 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 she destroys an entire solar system and then she goes on trial Fe- for the scroll. phoenix yeah phoenix and the x-men okay. are like oh no we can't kill her and then at the end the x-men are just kind of like yeah we don't really want her to go around killing people so they like take the the phoenix force out of her and she dies and then cyclops like does his, his goodbye and then she like explodes. It was weird, and, and like the whole point, the it. whole point of the of like the comic is like, Jean Grey could have lived to become a god, but it was important that she die a human. Anyway, the point is, comic books are stupid. <laughs> I feel like I'm butchering the explanation. That was excellent because I think as someone who doesn't know anything about the comic books, I got like six mixed mashes of different stories <laughs> in my head where part of me is thinking like, damn, that's like Akira. And then part of me is like, damn, that's like Sonic. And then also it's kind of like a Gundam where it's like all the pieces <laughs> come together. But oh, wait, there's eternal force in the center of the universe. That's like some other type of movie. Maybe Interstellar. It's all a bookshelf in the end. Yeah. I don't know. 
but I like that. It's 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 a good comic. I've personally never read it because I cannot stand the 80s. Actually, no, that's not true. The 80s X-Men is pretty good, but I just don't like the... Who's the artist? Is it John Byrne? I feel like it's John Byrne. You could be saying names. I could be lying. That's true. I'm definitely saying that's names. That's fair. I mean, if it's a comic book and you don't like the art in it, then you don't really need to read it. Yeah. Like, that's, that's, I have comics that are sitting in my room for the new 52 Batman that I still haven't read. Holy I'm shit. Which ones? Books scare me. Spill. Dish. I have like all, I think I mentioned this at some point in one of the other episodes, but I have like, um, books like one to six of the Zack Snyder, not Zack Snyder. Um, Rob Snyder? Rob, Rob Schneider? No. Yeah. No? Is it Zack? I don't, I don't remember. It's not. Zack Snyder's a film dude. Yeah. Something Snyder. Maybe I'm lying. Either way, it's like it starts with the Court of Owls, then it's something, then it's a killing joke, and, th- and then something else. I haven't read them. Are you I'm sure? Sorry. I thought it was Jeff Jones. Jeff Jones? Maybe. I thought you're flexing on me right now. I have no idea. I, they're just sitting in my room though, and I haven't read them because um, I'm scared of books and <laughs> won't open them. That's fair. Sorry, if it's not on a screen, I don't read it. You know what, man? That's where I read all my comic books is online. Yeah, I never understood that though. Like I've seen people read anime in class. Not anime. Oh my god, I sounded so white just then. <laughs> I've seen people read manga in class. Yo, and I don't know how they George do it. and I are gonna crucify you when we see you, eh? I'm just letting you know. <laughs> Literally. You just you just that was blasphemous information right there. Um, I'm I've sorry. actually sitting at home reading a film. Ugly ass looking. <laughs> <laughs> I do my best to accommodate your animeness <laughs> and your comic bookness, okay? That's fair. I appreciate it. <laughs> I'm kidding. I love it. I love hearing about the comic books because it's. I would literally have no idea and never be able to figure all this stuff out. Like, if I don't read them or know somebody who's read them, those stories are lost. Yeah. Like, they're not on a wiki somewhere. They're not all documented. It's like, they might be, but it's hard to get that sort of sense from it. Yeah. And I'm not going to read the 4,000-page wiki for Gambit to figure out what his ability is and that he can bang Rogue. But I like hearing it from you. <laughs> Just as a final hurrah if you're gonna get into comic books i think you should get into dc personally okay because i i think dc has their like relaunch um i guess method is much more concise that's kind of why i got these comics because i remember thinking that these i i think i looked it up or something but they're relatively new yeah it's a full reboot exactly like i didn't need to have a bunch of prerequisite knowledge I just need to have the vague idea that the Joker exists, and that'll be fine. Yeah. Well, I mean, they also have stories that tie in, like Batman Year One or whatever, that's set in the New 52. Um, but even even uh, their relaunch in 2016, Rebirth, I don't know if they've had any more. I actually, I've been slacking in my comic book reading recently. Oh, no. But the, the Rebirth was like a return to form for them. Like, it was like mm. a, they admitted, they're like, okay, the New 52 was bullshit. We'll decide what happens now. <laughs> yeah, basically. But then when Marvel ever does a relaunch, they just restart the numbers. But the stories are all still in the same universe. You know what I mean? Oh, I see. Like, it's a different art style, different people writing it. No, no, no. Even, the even like, the, it could still be the same artist and, and writer. But, they'll, like, like, for example, um, what happened with Spider-Man back in 2013 was ba- Spider-Man 700. They stopped it. That was like the final launch, like the Amazing Spider-Man, the original one. And then they released uh, like a Superior Spider-Man, which is a really good story, in my opinion, for like 30 issues, 30 or 40 issues. And then they went back back to Amazing Spider-Man. 
It was like Spider-Man number one. Oh, wow. But it's like, it's it's all the same, like, continuity. Things get retconned here and there, but it's still the same Peter Parker. It's still the same everything. Interesting. That makes it, yeah, I guess that's why it makes it harder to track. Yeah. I don't know. I think if I actually got into it, I would really like it. Yeah. I'm just so lazy. All right. So my last few notes that I want to mention about this movie, though, because I, I would be remiss if I didn't mention the fact that Hit me. Uh, Jean Grey and uh, Wolverine is a shitty pairing <laughs> and it should never happen. Yeah. It was never good. First movie, second movie, third movie. Uh, Cyclops got needlessly just brutalized by everything that happened to him. Yeah. His girlfriend cheated on him and then he died. There's a, her. there's a there's a panel that I really, really love um, where it showcases like Cyclops's or Wolverine's respect for Cyclops's leadership because he's technically he's like the Captain America of the X-Men. Right. OK. And yeah. um, someone sneaks on to the manor, the Xavier Manor, and Cyclops takes off his visor and he's like, I told you to get out. He blasts them all. And it's like the shot pans away or like zooms away, I guess. And you see the whole thing like decimated. And then Wolverine is like, sometimes you just got to remember that this is the reason why Cyclops is still in charge. And it's like really, really good. And they don't have any of those scenes. And then I feel like they kind of nerfed him where I remember in the second movie, I think people get shot by his lasers and just bounce away. Yeah, they just stand up. Yeah. And I was like, I thought these things are decimating. Yeah, they're kinetic. I mean, there's a lot of questions there about how he even came to do anything before he got the goggles. Because or, it hit at puberty. It hit at puberty? Yeah, what, so, so he turned, like, when he started, like, growing hair and getting taller. Yeah, he just started shooting just... lasers out of his eyes. Exactly. And what do you do? Like, you wake up in the morning and you're shooting lasers in your roof, right? Like, what's the next step from there? You just got to close your eyes. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot that he could just do that. Yeah, it's a... So what if... So... Oh, I don't know. There's a lot of questions there. Do you want me to answer anyway. it? No, it's fine. No, no, okay. I'll just be so, stay confused. All right, okay. In the comic books, his eyes are actually a gateway to another dimension made of fully concussive energy. Oh my god! And so when he opens that his eyes, amazing. Yeah, he when he opens his eyes, the only thing that's immune to the energy is like his own cells. So him and his two brothers don't get affected by each other's powers. He has two brothers, by the way. Um, okay. But so when he closes his eyes, nothing happens. Like they just block off his eyelids and the only thing that yeah. can block it is the specifically polished uh ruby quartz glasses that refract the the light back into his eyelids or some shit like that interesting and then he could still, still see through the rays or whatever yeah but it, everything's red and the only reason that he can't <laughs> control his power is because he actually got into an accident as a kid and he's brain damaged the only reason he can't what control his powers like the only reason why he can't control when it comes out oh that's wild yeah that's cool yeah what a neat concept they never use. <laughs> yeah. In this movie, he's like a total like Chaz. He's like, hey, bro, step away from my girl. Step <laughs> Listen off, here, bro. pal. Yeah. Same, same with Iceman. Iceman's like this kind of goober who's like, <laughs> uh, who are you? Are you talking to other girls? Or... No, 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 no. Wait, no. He's he's jealous in the second movie. And then she's je- Rogue is jealous in the third movie, right? Yeah. That's everybody's jealous. Yeah. I got to be honest, oh, God. dude. Ellen Page? That's I it. can't tell. Are you going to say it good that's or bad? That's it. No, that's that's good. <laughs> yeah, I thought she was great. Yeah. I really liked her, actually, in the third movie. She was honestly the best part. Of that the movie? Parts. Yeah. Yeah. 
I, did, I liked her more than I liked most of the arcs. I, I Magneto and Xavier is still amazing. Yeah. The fact that they end with a chessboard and start with a chessboard. Is really good. good I stuff. actually never caught that. That's a really good catch. Yeah. Uh, the fact that he's playing alone. I really thought Mystique or Grace, I guess, at the end was going to sit down and play, and with, play him. with him. But then no, I like just playing with himself because it shows he's still alone because of his choices. And I was like, good, good, good job, X-Men 3. He's just and then the chess piece moved when it was made of metal. And I was like, well, fuck that. The entire movie was useless. No cure. Great. Yep. Anticlimactic. Or maybe if you're too strong, maybe you have too much plot armor. The <laughs> cure doesn't take place. Yeah, he was just you got injected four times. He was wearing fine. more fabric, dude. <laughs> All right. So oh what do you think? God. Final thoughts. Final thoughts. Um, X-Men 1. I mean, I'm happy I watched all of them. I already kind of said that I, my rating goes X-Men 2, 1, 3. Visually, 3, 2, 1. And that's pretty much it. Story-wise, 2, 1, 3. But I don't know. Like, I'm happy I watched them because I feel like they're an old piece of media cinema yeah. that I feel like I should have seen. I agree. And it kind of got me into X-Men. And I kind of want to watch the new ones now, even if it's not the next movie we pick. Uh, I don't know if I recommend it. Oh, I hated Apocalypse. I hated it with a burning passion. I hate movies where the person who's the enemy should win. Guardians 2, I'm looking at you. You can't win <laughs> against the planet. Sorry. Yeah. God. Yeah. Anyway. You, you can't. You just can't. Like It doesn't make sense. That's why the alien kills everybody on the ship, an alien, except one person. If you're smart, you get away. But if you're a, pla- if you're a raccoon or a dumb twig, you don't live. Sorry. The planet wins. <laughs> God. <laughs> I, I'm like I don't know anything about the comics. I don't like I'm just basing this off of the movies. But man, the way they presented it, same with same with uh, Apocalypse. But um, we'll get into that another. We'll time. Get into that another time. Yeah. What about you? Um, I think I've rambled enough. I like uh my issues with the movies stem from the fact that I read the comic books. But I think if I <laughs> yeah, but I think if I if I just watch the movies, the second one would, would absolutely be better or the best in my opinion. That's fair. I think it's like how people read the Harry Potter books. Yeah. They're like, the Goblet of Fire was better in my head. <laughs> yeah. Calmly. Or, or, Those Harry Order Potter fans Phoenix will understand. It was actually a good book, I swear. Actually Something really happened was. in it, I swear. It actually really, really was. Yeah, I don't believe you. I don't believe anybody who says that. <laughs> That's fair. You don't have to. <laughs> how many fan bases can we turn against us in this one episode um fuck marvel and and you know and harry potter i don't think batman can beat anyone without with enough prep time there i said it <laughs> superman's actually pretty weak if you think about it yeah goku would win bro goku would absolutely win i don't know Ken times 20 I, I the instinct, on it i don't think so yeah i don't think so either <laughs> Superman was just made to be busted. Yeah. Except if you throw green rocks at him, then a baby could punch him to death. I don't want to get into anyway. it. I don't want to get into it. I really like <laughs> Superman. <laughs> okay. So, uh, next movie before we head out. Uh, I wanted to watch a horror movie. I couldn't think of one. And I also wanted to watch movies that I have not seen. I'm not sure if you've seen them. But I'm not even sure if this is a horror movie, but the movie Seven. Oh my god! I watched it recently with my uh I was supposed to watch it recently with my sister and then I didn't. Awesome, because so. I have not seen it. I think I vaguely know of the story, but I'm trying not to remember them. Like I'm sure when whatever the scene that's sitting in the back of my head comes <laughs> up on screen, I'll be like, Oh, that's the reference, yep. that's where it's from. But I'm trying not to think about it. Yeah, so don't I don't think know about what it. the story is. I think the shock factor of the movie is def- definitely worth it. Okay, I'm excited then. Yeah. Seven is the next movie. So if y'all want to 
you know, watch along. That'd Wait, that's smart. a Brad Pitt movie, right? I don't know. I, I literally don't know anything. It's a live about action. It. I just know it's okay. Um, yeah. So if you guys want to watch with us, that'd be cool. Next episode will come out in two weeks. Yeah. This has been Jump Cut. Find us on Twitter. You can find us at uh, Jump Cut FM, or our website is take it away, Leander. Jumpcut.fm or Hashem's Twitter is at the hash with two A's. And Leander's Twitter is at Leander with two E's and an H somewhere in there. <laughs> and you can find our editor at Jar of Dean on Twitter. Yeah. And that's been all our Twitters. Um, like, rate, and subscribe. Don't forget to ha- hit that smash button or smash that like yeah, button. Yeah, if, if this gets 10K <laughs> likes, you got, y'all bet we'll do X-Men Last Stand again. Or X-Men Days of Future Fast, Past Wolverine's Origins. <laughs> Far, dark, dark Apocalypse Phoenix <laughs> class. Yep. F- future Past. This has been X-Men. <laughs> Take it easy, guys. <laughs> How do we end it? What's the way the movie ended? Uh, I have I pulled up the script. I don't remember. He plays chess. <laughs> no, it's a, then that's, that's the third movie. The second movie ends with the president. Yeah. So we'll be watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad we're here to stay, Mr. President. The next. The next move is your. Hey, listener. The next move is yours. You could just click that unsubscribe button. This is going on for a while. You have better things to do. The next move is yours. See you next time. We'll be watching. <laughs>